What's up, TJ? How are we feeling, dog? Uh, I'm feeling okay. Not bad. A little hungover, but it wasn't nothing crazy. Did TJ get into a few bottles of orange wine last night? You can be honest. I got into a few bottles of orange wine as well as a couple orange Negronis with some gin. Mm. I didn't exactly feel faded. I was able to drive home, <laughs> but uh, you know. I don't have a headache or anything. Well, that's good. I, I, I forgot. Yeah, I was trying to think of any other, a, a more hard liquor option that fell under the orange category, the theme of your dinner last night. But um, obviously, yeah, I, I would say I, Campari is the number one. Yeah, orange. yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Orange cocktail. I mean, Gia has notes of orange, but <laughs> it's, it's obviously it's more of a amber, a purple, amber. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a combo. It's actually a beautiful color. Um, it would be nice for my eyeshadow. I'll take that to my makeup artist. <laughs> when the light hits that gear. How, how are you feeling? Are you feeling Chris hungover? Sober mm. hungover? Also, happy Mother's Day to all the motherfucking mommies. Happy birthday to Linda. Linda Black. You already know she's holding it fucking down. Shout out to my sister uh, who has who has twins. I know she's excited to uh, you know eat some brunch somewhere today, I'm sure. Feels like shade. Shout out to Jason's mom, Karen, who's definitely holding it down in the OC today, doing some, hopefully she's doing some knitting. Yeah, she's probably knitting. To kind of just get through the day. Um, <laughs> you know, to this, this is why we fucking knit, bro. This is why, yeah, her, knitting is her podcasting, which is pretty cool when you think about it. Keeps me sane. Yeah, no, I'm a little bit uh, sober hungover. I had a weird morning because I, I the noise in in the neighborhood has been insane because the weather has even though the weather wasn't that nice somebody near me is playing music very loudly like at a club level and it like echoes so it's very confusing so i've been having to wear <laughs> i've been having to wear my over-the-ear no, noise canceling headphones to bed really well i have some white noise going but i'm i'm the problem is i'm a stomach sleeper so it's like i have to be on my mm. back it's a very complicated anyway i woke up i had a pilates reservation mm, okay I go to the Pilates studio. I'm like, oh, you're on the wait list. I'm like, it didn't tell me I was on the wait list. It said you ha- you're confirmed. She's like, oh, I'm sorry, you're on the wait list. So I'm like, okay, that, that's fine. Let me let me just mm. hang out. But you know, of course, because of the COVID nineteen virus, there's like six spots. So then the, everybody shows up, and she goes, oh, it's it's Sunday. Just go chill. And I'm like, bitch, you clearly don't know me. I don't want to just go chill. Like, I'm not just going to go. I'm not just going <laughs> to. You think I'm going to not work out because your dumbass system didn't work properly for me? <laughs> so, when, so when she says go chill, what does that mean exactly? Just like take the day off. Don't worry about it. Don't sweat it. Yeah, I think it was. Or, like, and I was like, well, you just like go sit in the corner until we maybe if something opens up. No, no, no. I, I believe it was like a enjoy. Go enjoy your day kind of situation. I'm like, and you're like, How, you haven't met me yet. For me, I, sweetie. I can't just enjoy my day. Pilates is relaxing. You know what I mean? So it's like, um, mm-hmm. so I had to come home, recalibrate, change my my gear, and then I had to go for a, a run again. Six miles today, six miles yesterday, and my legs are feeling torched. Damn, bro. I'm sorry. That sucks. Okay. But it's nice out today. Yesterday was terrible. Yesterday was gross. It just rained all day. Hey, um, speaking of of all of that, my, my knee yeah, let's, is back. Let's talk to let's talk about Pickle Rick, your body work, man. <laughs> And explain because we we look, yes. guys. I'm not exaggerating when I tell you the last 48 hours with Jason mm-hmm. has been nothing. Rick talk that Rick talk that Rick talk. <laughs> I mean, how if I, a, I would too, if I would a healer comes into your life and with just two hours of of touching my body, my long body from tip to tail, and I wake up the next morning a healed man. It's like you know, 
If I met Jesus Christ, I'd be telling everybody in my village. It's it's kind of that energy. <laughs> Good point. I'm glad that your village is a four person um, group chat. But yeah, I understand. Your village is small. Your village is small, but like you need to you need to spread the good word. The group, yeah, it's like a digital village. Um, you know, screen time, village time. <laughs> uh, so anyway, uh, on Wednesday, I went and had a a small private lunch with chef uh, Chris Croner, known known for the Croner burger what's the deal what's the deal with the what's the deal with the kroner burger why, what why the popularity like what is the special special trick what makes a kroner burger a kroner burger i'm glad you asked it's he uses like <laughs> dry uh he uses dry aged like high quality beef but instead of grinding the meat he kind of chops it into these small cubes so it doesn't oh, just look like a bunch of extruded meat product it's actually it kind of looks like a more of like a tartare type of preparation, if that makes sense. Yeah. Small, small cubes, you know, maybe a brunoise for our chef listeners at home. Um, okay. Well, I'm not, I'm not one of those, but I understand what cubed versus gr- grinded means. So that's, I mean, I knew it was, I knew it was very, I've heard the lore of this, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. the lore of this burger for actually years, but it, it's that good. Yeah. It's, I mean, yeah, it is. It really is that good. He, he does a lot of interesting stuff or instead of doing ketchup, he makes like reduces San Marzano tomatoes and onions down into like this kind of concentrated wow. condiment that's of co- sorts that's cool so it's yeah it's pretty cool it, it's there's not a vegetarian option i would imagine there is there is oh i, I think oh, it's it. called the earth burger oh interesting okay i didn't know he turned did that tom uh no turn tom krell he has had it and he's like dead ass it's the best veggie burger by a landslide that i've ever had i need to i need to cop up next time big kroners in town so we'll build with him anyway well kroner lives here he lives here in la he's up in beachwood but he during the quarantine well anyway during the quarantine he started uh, a company called mayday which does like it's like a seafood oh nice mail order distribution type of thing where like how's it going you can order uh, yeah i think it's going quite well it's it's busy and he's he's so he just has the pluggy on some some dank norcal seafood and uni and oysters and all that shit and then they just like bring it down from Monterey or whatever, and you know everyone can get some cool fish. But he he did a dinner or he did a lunch with us. It was an omakase meal of a raw fish, crudo, oysters, uni, all this shit, and then ended it with a burger and a hot dog, which is like shit. Probably the most exciting omakase meal I've ever had in my life. That's real. That's real TJ style right there. Yeah, you know, like if you if you've ever had a like a really great omakase sushi dinner, you're like, wow, I just ate like. Mm. 85 pieces of fish yeah, and i, and I, I, I liked you know a third of them you know i didn't i didn't need to have that seventh <laughs> spanish mackerel or whatever it is you know like you're like oh, but at the end if if somebody just handed you a fat wet dripping cheeseburger that's that it satiates what you have been lacking well that's my issue eating, you know, i mean some, we've talked about that shit. a lot but i've i've that's my issue with we do talk about that things a lot. like that it's just like all right well let me get a pizza on the way home because i'm still hungry and i just spent 300 dollars, and i'm i mean i, I love I the experience need, i still need to get my little nut off too is what you're saying yes yeah like you're, the, let me get my nut as usual the chef gets his nut off because all chefs care about is getting their nut off and then and then you know the, the yeah. customer is left warning literally and metaphorically warning speaking. warning more so okay so you you have this but but while you're while you're dining and building with chef yeah we're talking about all types of alternative healing you know ketamine therapies and body work and all this stuff i think there were people i think there were people doing ketamine therapy at the party i was at last night i should have asked that's interesting (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, yeah, you have to put me in touch with their practitioner or their or their doctor. <laughs> I'd love to. I'd love to get on their program. The doctor. The doctor said put it in the microwave to make it liquid. I didn't know that was like a medical thing. But anyway, we could, we can talk about it later. I mean, I really feel old when I there's so much information about ketamine going on now that I'm unaware of. That's one of my goals for Q3 is to do ketamine recreationally and medicinally. <laughs> come know. come to New York, bro. It's all here for you. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that'll be my next vlog. I'm I'm flying to New York to <laughs> do ketamine with the locals. What's up, guys? Hey, guys, I'm doing my okay. So he's like, oh, if you, I, I got this guy. Chris was like, he's like a chef and he's a tall guy like us, and and he had some back issues with cooking and bending over, blah blah blah, for years. And he found this guy through a friend whose name is Ricky, um, aka Magic Hands. I prefer I prefer Pickle Rick, but continue. He is a like a, a physical therapist healer masseuse bodywork kind of guy so it's kind of like if a massage is done to make you feel good relieve stress and tension this is more of like an exorcism style activity there's no pleasure going on it's like it's all pain but you know obviously with a beneficial pain you know in the long run so i i make, make an appointment go to his spot it's right down the street from my house in Burbank, and you know he's a very professional fella. He's older. He's he's like in. I think he's like sixty six. Oh wow. He's oh he's that. I didn't I didn't realize he was that old. That that really makes it even cooler. Yeah. His Venmo photo is a picture of him <laughs> doing curls at the gym. He's, sick. He's buff sick, as sick. fuck. He's like, yeah, I got a. He he got in a car accident like five years ago, and the doctor was like, you might not ever walk again. And he's like, bro, a year later, I was I was doing six hundred pounds on the leg press machine. Like, come see me, fam. <laughs> come see me, doc. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I, I'm like, all right, I I have a knee problem. It's not going away. It's you know, acupuncture is helping, but it's not fixing it completely. I've been it's a little it's a little slow for modern TJ. You, you know, we want instant gratification. I want some more instant gratification. And and me going to going back to the gym and doing all these knee stretches and all my shit has been helping a lot, but it's still, you know, it's still hurting. So, I tell him the vibe and, he, and he's like, "Don't even tell me like when I when you walked in, I just studied how you were walking and like I already know what the vibe is." He could just tell just by watching my big ass Damn, he said. He said, "Look, dumbass, I saw you stumble, stumble in here, and I already mm-hmm. know what's it was ailing you." Yeah, yeah, I saw the way you gripped the handrail on the staircase, like it was fucking. <laughs> he knew what what time it was, so I stripped down out of my rock star skinnies, and <laughs> you know, it was it was weird. It went from zero to you know, laying almost naked in a guy's room that i've never met that you know it was a little odd but yeah yeah it's a quote unquote a little odd like you've never done that before but anyway yeah go ahead usually we text a little bit before you know i, I understand least. but i understand he I, I felt i was you know i just gotta go for it i gotta put my my body in a stranger's hands because that's how desperate i am for sweet relief and of course i start out face up and he he grabs my leg like the my injured leg and he's like i'm just gonna he kind of moves it around just to get a feel for the mobility range. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is, which is, I imagine, quite limited. It's actually not bad. Okay. I wouldn't say it's quite limited. Okay. Um, but, like, I can bend it back, but o- only to a certain point, and then it starts hurting. So he's kind of moving it around, and I get real tense, and I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like, 
my knee is injured like you can't move it around or else it's gonna like hurt like a motherfucker and he's like okay shut up pussy <laughs> yeah he did the same thing at the very end you know he uh, he was moving it around like a rag doll and he's like you trust me now don't you and he's like, okay <laughs> okay but he so basically he just gives a he's he's like teaching you about how the whole body is connected you know it's it's a pretty common trope for masseuse yes speak you know like uh you know your your elbow is connected to your hip and blah 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 nervous system uh but he just works me tip to tail like from literally like my head to my heel like all different kinds of stuff facing up facing down is about two and a half three hours long and for 60 percent of it i was screaming <laughs> uncontrollably and he and just to be clear but, but let me let me be clear rick is not alarmed at this because this is probably what everybody does like is that is that the feeling you get rick is not alarmed yeah like carolyn my partner went in yesterday morning because i told her about it and she was like fuck i'm, I'm making a res and she went there and and rick told her like jason screams a little bit more than you do but you're also your little man couldn't handle these hands baby you know what i'm saying he couldn't take it obviously if i really wanted to yeah, i could have but it feels you know, better the release feels down better. on a wooden spoon part of it yeah i think that's i think the releasing it vocally it's like scream therapy or what what's that called yeah yeah there's a word yeah. for it that people did in the 70s so primal scream therapy mm-hmm. i think where you just go out into a field and yell at your parents or whatever but that, I think that was a big part of it also, just like that mental and physical release. But anyway, he he just goes in and finds all these little spots about where there's tension going on. So, you know, like literally every inch of my body, he found some shit and would and torque it out. And then he did these other stretches where I'd be face up. He'd fold my leg over the other leg. Oh. You know, that's like a pretty common stretch, oh. stretch thing. But then he's so strong. I just felt like a little pretzel or like a piece of garbage in a trash compactor. Like I was or just being like tossed around by the Pacific Ocean, like a just a, mm. a a force that was out of control. That I was just like I was nude and vulnerable in this. How did man's your hands? How did your you know? And this is with, <laughs> no, because you told me. So you said basically he just there, there's no there's no time on this. It's basically, I'm going to go till I'm done. Is the vibe? So after uh, yeah 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 after you're finished, do you feel insane? Do you feel clear? Do you do, are you sore already? All, all of the above. Like he, he does the whole thing where he gets into all your little spots and little IT bands and all every, you know, the small of your back and the shoulders and the neck, like where a lot of us store our stress. He kind of bookends the whole thing where he does this whole entire body stretch where you do the, the knee over and then he basically pushes down on your knee and kind of cracks and stretches. He, he literally pops your hip. Oh, I, out. oh, stop! I'm, I need it. <laughs> he and he does it on both sides. So basically, you lay down face up. You have your arm out. He's so strong, and he kind of gets gets uh, gets on top of you a little bit, and yeah, gets after it. Guy Fieri voice, and he bends your whole shit in a, such a way that you could never do yourself. And I literally felt like he was going to pop my hip out of the socket or like just my bone, my leg bone, like my femur was going to snap. I was like, oh, I'm, go- I'm about to be paralyzed for the rest of my life is what it felt like. But it also felt so good at the same time. And he just kind of creaks it all the way down and it pops. And I was, I was screaming <laughs> bloody murder. No, dude. I was screaming my ass off when that happened. Like, uh, like I was on a roller coaster, you know? That was the level. And then, you know, he did the other side, does it to your neck and everything. But yeah, it's such a foreign feeling, especially for a tall person 
to feel so out of control. Like I yeah. felt like I was a little kid and like, uh, you know, like some, like your uncle or like a older kid or a big brother, like picks you up and throws you around when you're like a little child. Like that's what I felt like powerless in another man's hands, which is a strange, you know, a strange and scary feeling for such a big man like myself. We get it. We get it, bro. You're big. Okay. We got it. Uh, but yeah, afterwards you feel, I mean, you feel sore, you feel euphoric. Like I walked out of his, his building I dead ass. I walked to the wrong car. I was like, Damn. "Oh, there's my car," and I just walked. I just walked to it, and I was like, "Oh, this isn't my car." I've only done that. Like, I've I only was, done that was... before some extreme drunk driving. <laughs> so that's good. That's good. That's good to know that that. Yeah, and I hadn't. Yeah, that I was. I had not. You know, smoked weed or done mushrooms or anything. That was just. Can I ask another question? Can I ask another question? Was there any tunage on? Is he is he playing like any music or is it? He has he has the bow. He has the bows set up with with kind of some some typical like like spa music spa music yeah just kind of like some ambient chill like classical guitar you know, yeah okay okay, okay okay but but it was nice it it's was tough to, it's tough to hear that over tj's um blood curdling uh screams so <laughs> i just wanted to understand if he was trying to set a relaxing tone oh yeah it was a very relaxing tone okay so he was making some big claims he was like yeah because I told him I heard it playing tennis, and he's like, "Oh, like 160 mile an hour serve will be back, and you're gonna hit it into the box every time. Only Djokovic's gonna be able to return your serve when I'm done with you." I'm like, "Okay, buddy, slow down." I was like, "What do you think's gonna happen? You know, like, are we on the road to success? Like, do you think there's hope for me?" And he's like, "You'll be playing tennis in, in two days. You'll be back on the court in two days." And I was like, "Okay, that's very funny." Damn. Uh, it's very very funny, and and. Because I felt like when you you know you go to see a, a physical therapist or you know a specialist like that, it's like it's a journey. But his whole vibe is just like I'm going to work on you until it's done, and like I know when it's done. It's not like all right, well come back and see me on Wednesday. It's very cool. It's it's very it's very cool. It's very yeah. Cool. We we kind of I, I I was trying to create analogies for him the whole time, if you can believe that or not. But he, I was like. It's, it feels like you're chasing a demon all through my body. And he's like, the demons can run, but they can't hide. And I was like, Damn. okay, let's, let's do this. And he and he literally will just work on you until he believes that he did what he needed to do. It's very That's a very cool, that's a smart approach. That's like a much cooler way to do it. I mean, it's harder for his Google Cal probably, but it's a very cool approach to, to that kind of work. Yeah, I mean, it's not, yeah, I guess it's not great from a business standpoint for him to just do a one and done. But also, if you really are that good, then I will, you know, obviously I'm on this podcast talking about it and he's gonna have fucking 500 people well yeah you're, not gonna, yeah you're not tomorrow, gonna yeah you're not gonna you know no 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 i'm going first we're not giving out any no no no, no. <laughs> nope 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 uh, but i told i mean i told him i was like you know brace yourself you know if we talk about this on the pod you know i'm, I'm selling him was he just like he's gonna go bring it? I'm, I'm, my, my goal is to basically just get i, I want free Free magic hands for life. If I can just set that up, we'll see what happens. So do you feel... Well, we're, all right, so it's been two days. Are you ready to hit the court? Well, I realized that the last time we played tennis, I broke my string, so I can't... So I got to go get in. But I was like, do I get a new racket now to kind of yeah, christen? You do. I think that's a smart You know what I mean? For my maiden voyage, I got to smash that bottle of, of Bel Air onto the hull of my new ship. <laughs> so I, I got to go cop a new... I got to go cop a new Yonix this week. You know, by the time you get back from New York, it should be all polished up and, and yeah, we'll up. be ready to go. Damn. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad to hear this honestly because that that was. Um, 
I know it was frustrating because that, that, when you have an injury like that, it becomes like this mental thing that, that takes up more brain space mm-hmm. than it does physical space almost. Yeah. yeah. My biggest takeaway from it was like I was for as chill of a guy as I think I am and most people think I am. I was a lot more tense physically than I realized. Like mentally, I'm not very tense at all. Um, as you could assume, but I guess physically I was, I was just like, that's where I was kind of holding my, my tension and stress or whatever. And I was, I was, I was pretty tight, pretty tight, but it was weird. It had like a, there was like a euphoric effect afterwards to where I was like, I didn't want to look at my phone. Like I, I was like, I don't need to text anymore. That's cool. Like that's a, it's, that's it a, sounds that's below me. Yeah, it sounds like it, it. I mean, I'm look. I'm going obviously, and I'll give my review. But I'm I'm deeply sold. I can't wait for you to go. Like I want. I kind of is. It, are you open to me being in the room while it goes down? Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, bro. Please. Yeah, I don't give a fuck. I mean, because I know Ricky will like it. Yeah, I don't give a fuck. I mean, it's it's like also that kind of you know when I'm going through that kind of pain when it's like that that sort of arrangement i kind of giggle mm-hmm. you know like i kind of get oh i was t- i was ticklish i was yeah. ticklish the whole time no it's not, even, t- it's not even ticklish though the way i'm dealing with the physical pain is to just chuckle oh um, like it gets to a point where it's, it's, it's oh, well, so painful that it's we comical. need to talk to your therapist not your physical that therapist it's, that it's comical that. to me at a certain point how bad this hurts you know what i'm saying yeah 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 i know exactly what you mean yeah just like the weird mental clarity and also he was like when you walk out of here you'll be one sixteenth to one eighth of an inch taller. Just what you need, bitch. Damn, the rich get richer. <laughs> I did not say. I wish, you know, I, I wish I could give you a couple inches, Rick. <laughs> he might have taken that in a different way yeah. than you intended him to. He might have taken that in a different way. Yeah, uh, yeah, but I gotta say, I'm a new man, and my body now it's very similar to when you go to therapy for the first time. You're like, wow, I'm glad I did it, but God, I wish I did this 10 years ago or whatever, you know? I mean, do you think Rick is already, is he like a, a cult leader? Like, does he have so many, is he like books? Like, what is the vibe? I don't know. I think he's, I think he's got the time because he said that he was working a lot with the Cirque du Soleil and he's also shares traveling PT. So Shit. during quarantine, a lot of his work has been grounded. He hasn't been able, you know. Yeah. No, there's no live shows, or shows or touring. That's pretty. So that's. I, I I think he's 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 ready to get booked and busy. I love that. I because I, I, there was a guy in New York I used to hear about that was also like in the in the Cirque du Soleil, like former ballerina, but he does what Rick does now. So I think there's a that's probably like a a career move, mm-hmm. you know, because they need constant care. Oh yeah, the gymnast, the 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 ballerina, that whole market, the constant they're, care they're in a lot of pain. Constant care. But yeah. I'm 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 blown away, man. I could like walk around and I'm not hurting. I can I love get this. in and Congrat- out of cars and congratulations. You can it's you can amazing. hop out of the G wagon and it's no problem. They have your table waiting at Boa. Um, no Boa. But I had a I had a pretty um I had a pretty wild night last night. Yeah, so I hear. This is this is exciting. I was very jealous of your night last night. I got a text. I got a text from Hari Neff at like three o'clock. I was with Amar Deep. We were we were having a coffee. I was ready for a chill night at home. The weather was shitty. Mm-hmm. Do you want to go to Azalea Banks' house to watch SNL? It, she's cooking a vegan dinner. <laughs> you're the first. You're the first person I thought of. <laughs> And I said, yes, I do want to go. Um, and that was it. And then, you know, fast forward to, you know, four hours later and Hari, Hari is outside in an Escalade picking me up Jeez. and she has brought a, 
requested a, a requested from the chef a a bottle of white rum and sunflowers. Um, so I assume the white rum and sunflowers are for some sort of witch witchcraft ritual. No, the white the white rum was just for a cocktail of some sort that she wanted to make. The the mm-hmm. sunflowers, I guess, are just a personal floral preference. Got it. Got um, it got it. for the centerpiece. So we hit. Yeah, we hit. We got it. We got it. We both are like. I'm like. Well, so what's the deal? And she's like. Oh, I have no idea. Uh, so we get there, uh, we get there and, and it's just, you know, it's a crazy, it's a crazy apartment in Tribeca with like amazing views and, you know, roof and the whole thing. And, um, you know, everybody, everybody's super friendly. She's so Azalea Banks is in the kitchen. Um, she's wearing like an insane outfit that had kind of like a metal corset and she's literally like literally cooking, (laughs) like for real cooking, like, like, like. She's, Not whip, like she's I, whipping I'm, real. She's doing some she's, actual chefing, chefing. Yes, she's actually chefing. You know, and they're playing. They're they're okay. they're playing. First of all, they play the Killers, which I felt like was maybe for me. Um, then they then they <laughs> then they play Rooney, and then they play her own songs. I'm like, this is great. This is a great. This is cool. What you guys are doing here. Um, and then she. So I'm with Hari. I'm with Killers, Rooney, and Azalea Banks. That is a trio of tunes that I don't know if uh, all go in work go into each other but I, I trust you you don't worry you don't worry about that uh so and <laughs> and it's so it's me hari uh my the my friend uh josh who does the podcast with our friend patrick this kid steel that i know and his girlfriend who is in that band sunflower bean and mm-hmm. we are we're sitting there we're, we're nibbling a bit people are sipping henny um people are blasting a grape <laughs> vape pin like a, a tobacco vape uh i have of course okay. i have of course found the stash of full-size cold san pellegrino and glass bottles so i'm enjoying myself as well uh-huh. and then chef is sure. chef is comes over and delivers this kim- vegan kimchi quesadilla with a nice <laughs> with a nice with a nice green salsa on it and hari's okay hari and our hari's like hari's is big so she's like do you want to split it i'm like sure 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 Bro, this shit was good as hell. <laughs> it was like very good. No shit. Yeah, it was really, really good. Do you know? Do you know what the cheese alternative was that Azalea Banks used? I do not, but she is a fan of of a cashew substitute. I know, so it could have been that, but I didn't ask specifically. But mm-hmm. it was it was delicious. It was honestly very good. Um, I was I was very satisfied. Damn. Um and Damn. yeah and then and then we you know we we everybody's chatting it's the again the vibe is good the vibe in New York is so good people are just like happy you know what I mean and like kind of friendly mm-hmm. um I chatted with everyone's happy everyone's in good mood you don't yeah. even have to use a coaster when you put a drink down at a party do exactly you? exactly I'm chatting with Leah McSweeney from the Real Housewives of New York you know just getting some details on Andy mm-hmm. from her then we move into the living quarters to watch. The Saturday Night Live because this this party is is to celebrate you know to not celebrate I guess that's the opposite of what we were doing view viewing e- to do some hate watching to do some hate watching of Elon so Azalea has Azalea changes outfits um, <laughs> and it comes so after she the meal after the meal she changes look she comes in the room it's probably forty people or so on a giant I mean, it's this giant like movie style screen mm-hmm. overlooking Manhattan there's a fireplace and um. Josh is able to stream it from Damn, from bro. from his from his Peacock app on his cell phone, and the whole time <laughs> he's like, "Bro, fuck, I fuck, I can't, I can't check my fucking Robinhood. It's gonna fuck up the stream. Like, you gotta download Robinhood." <laughs> 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 
Oh yeah, because uh, yeah, because Doge was going loco. Exactly, from, exactly. So from Elon. So we watched. We basically, I made it through the monologue, which was bad, and he was wearing a Givenchy suit that was maybe worse than the actual monologue. Um, the suit was really bad. It was really bad. I, I kind of liked his monologue. It was so terrible that I kinda yeah. Liked I, it in a weird I way. mean, it, it's just it, he's one of those people that to me he ta- he like I'm so I hear about him so much and see his fucking wonky looking face all the time, but I never yeah. hear him talk. You know, so when he talks, yeah. I'm always like, oh, he's you're a freak, bro. Like the voice adds a lot to his weird his weirdness. Would you Would you agree with me, TJ? No, I would agree. That was That was literally the first thing that that Bade said when we were watching the monologue. She was just like, I like don't, "Is this real?" She, I mean, she she literally said like what you just said word for word. Like I've never heard him like try to talk and be funny like this, and it's actually like bizarrely captivating. Like not good, not bad, just like just alien. Yeah, it's just alien. His whole vibe is just kind of alien. But that's uh, and then I, I, you know, it was it was obviously. But he does have Aspergers, right? Yeah, but I've already the first person with Aspergers to host. Yes, and I've already that's already been debunked by the New York Post. He's actually not the first person with Aspergers to host. Yeah, I knew that. I was like bullshit. Can you imagine that's your job? You're you're like the overnight editor at page six, and you have to look up which person (laughs) with Aspergers actually hosted (laughs) SNL before the guy who invented the car. But yeah, so anyway, so I, I obviously I'm getting tired. It's you know, it's it's just around midnight. I I say my goodbyes and then I I come home and um you know have to listen to like Barbie Girl blasting at a hundred thousand decibels and and try to go to sleep. But so and then this morning I had this I had these issues with 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 the the Pilates class. So I wasn't able to catch the rest of the show. But I imagine if it was good, I would know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, I watched I watched probably two thirds of it before we started coming in. I think you know a lot of people liked the like the the Chad sketch. Yes, and it was it was pretty good. I mean, like, like Elon's mom comes out during the monologue, and like you know, I don't know. Like I don't even know what's good or bad anymore. I don't even trust myself. But that's on. <laughs> I think that's. I think I think that that is kind of true you know what i mean it's kind of like is this like the i did see a little bit of the sketch where it's like gen z in the hospital (laughs) and that shit was that honestly is kind of funny like that's a funny premise to to put on national yeah the hospital the gen z hospital actually i i took note of that because it was it was really it was probably the funniest part but it made me sad because all those people were talking exactly like us. Yeah, that's a that's an issue. Like they were saying everything every way that I talk. And uh but obviously we talk like that, you know, in jest. Yeah, but but, but I, I need to I need to I can pump the brakes. I could pump the brakes. You know what I mean? It, it it's not Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean they were specifically talking about their bestie was in the hospital because they flipped their Hellcat on IG Live, and I'm like, like whoever wrote this, they listened to this I show. Know, I think like, I believe ripped ripped from the pages of my mouth. It, it, so it was also sad, but it was, I mean, sad and flattering. I don't know. We've been like, talking about we've been talking about Hellcats since 2013. <laughs> so I, I just want to make yeah. sure we're we're first on the block mm-hmm. on the Hellcat discourse. Yeah, we got in very early onto Hell, Hellcat discourse, but. Yeah, and then they had the supreme urn with the ashes. In it. Yeah, I mean, that's funny. pretty funny. I always talk about how Miley Cyrus is whenever she hosts, she does such a great job. But she was probably my least favorite part of the whole show. Her musical performances were atrocious, god awful. Like she, like really, she made Elon look like fucking Kristen Wiig hosting us. But her like, voice sounded good. Was it was it just the per- was it just the performance? Yeah, she, I mean, she did a song with some new 
Oh yeah, that's guy. I'm sorry. I thought that was. I thought that was for some reason in my head that was Lil Huddy, a favorite of mine. But it was not. It was the kid Leroy L A R O I, who is like yes. one of those guys that that's had like, I would say like three giant smashes that we've never heard. Full industry plant person, hot child with blue hair, wearing like a Kurt Cobain sweater, ironically with like a diamond chain that cost four hundred thousand dollars and some god-awful rick owens clown shoes or something <laughs> terrible outfit like i couldn't walk i could not turn my eyes away from it you have to look up his sh- the way his shoes look on that performance is fucking gnarly so the kid the kid um, the kid is not doing much for and, for big tj kid's not doing much and he had this guitar player who was playing oh, I love that he was playing acoustic on a stool next to him, so it was like a, a duet with Miley and this and this shitty ass kid. And I was watching. Him. Oh, so he, so kid, Le, kid Leroy. It was like a stripped down Miley him vocal dueling with a with an acoustic. Bingo, exactly. Oh, I love but, this. I love. But this. the guy, <laughs> and then like the yeah, so it was like the three. It was the two of them sent you know front and center stage, and then the guy had his like shitty bro playing acoustic guitar like Richie Sambora style next to him, and he had <laughs> and he he had like red shitty red hair, and he had these like giant like Jinko white pants on, and then like a some like mesh black top or something, and just like the the. the the trashiest of trash outfits. I mean, the, but but you know, each one of their outfits is like fifteen thousand, probably. Yeah, they're wearing they're wearing five racks, living in Calabasas, you know. And then Miley's backing band of like seventeen guys in their sixties, you know, playing like session drummer kits and shit like that. God awful, god awful shit. I don't know who the kid Leroy's parents are. We're a very pro Miley show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, especially Tish. Shout out to Tish, one of my my favorite of the clan. <laughs> Um, big oh, yeah. shot to Tish. Yeah, that, yeah. Miley was the worst part of the show by far. That's crazy. I mean, because like I just find her voice so powerful that it almost like I, she can do mm. no wrong. But I, but you bring in the kid Leroy and things go south. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe she's having sex with him or something like that. Maybe she just wants to show him some love. I mean, I I feel like it could be like a label thing. Yeah, probably a label thing. But all in all, I think Elon was not the Elon episode not as bad as I thought. I mean, it was one of. I mean, all SNL episodes are pretty bad nowadays overall, but I think you know, in the, out, out of this season, it was one of the better episodes. I think. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna finish it. I'm gonna try to watch it, but I, I also think that like it was it did what it needed to do. You know what I mean? It, it it's incredible how powerful Saturday Night Live still is in the discourse when everybody claims to hate it and not yeah. watch it, but then. <laughs> Something like this happens, and it's all anybody can talk about. Kind of, it's trending on it's Twitter. Just, it, it's, to me, it's, it's what's happening. The I mean, same thing as Joe Rogan. Everyone hates it, but yeah, for like yeah. in terms of like talking about global discourse and the zeitgeist and blah blah blah, all those words, it's all we've got. So it's all we have to talk about. I mean, I went to it. I, w- I literally, I literally went to a, a viewing party. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Last night. That that's how much like it. That's how much people care. You know, One time I extent. went to a Iron Chef America viewing party in New York, so it was not as cool as your event. Sorry to hear that. The food was better, but it was not as cool as your event. No. Do you think? Uh, do you think Banks will come on the pod now that you've built with her? Nope, definitely not. Uh, but <laughs> but is she still with Ryder Rips or has she moved on? Give me the tea, bitch. I believe she's moved on, but I I will I'm not going to speculate on her personal life. Copy that. After her, I mean, you know, she was nice enough to. I mean, look, she made me a kimchi quesadilla 
I'm, uh, you know, mm-hmm. I'd never had one before, you know, so I was, I was, and you don't even like Korean food. So that's big. It was big. It was big. And it was delicious. And everybody, <laughs> everybody was like, damn, this is actually good. You know what I mean? Um, I love, that. I have so much to talk to Azalea Banks about. I love her ratchet ass so much. No, she's, she was honestly, the energy is insane. Like it's really insane. Like she's dancing around the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Like, I, like, cause once I tasted it, I see how she's behaving and I'm like, Oh, this doesn't seem like a maybe maybe the food's not the important thing here. You know what I mean? And then I taste it. I'm like, wait, this shit is fucking good, and she's having the time of her life. This is lit. Like, I love this. Right, right, right. Yeah, we've all been to those dinner parties where like, well, there's going to be a bunch of hot people there, but you know, I don't, I don't think the food's going to be good. If it is, if it's edible, if it's you know, if it's decent enough, that'll just be a net positive uh, icing on the cake. But to to have the food actually be successful. Yeah, and it's fun. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah, it was it was it was it was very fun. I'm I'm very glad I went. I went to pretty much just me, just me and Azalea. We're, we're the only two home chefs who can really pull that off. That's a yeah, that's a good point. I, I think we should do an Iron Chef USA TJ versus Azalea. That's that's what we need. I mean, she's going to be using like cat bones and shit like that in in her in her gumbo <laughs> reduction. Well, I, I just I I just think she actually it was also interesting. I I don't know if she's vegan. I assume she is, but like you know that 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 obviously makes I, I would say that raises the difficulty level. You know what I mean? If you're if you're not mm-hmm. super experienced with that, because that that requires a lot of substitutions and kind of like shooting from from the hip. But yeah, yeah, you need a separate degree for that. I mean, it was it's been a it's been a action packed weekend in in NYC. Um, so I'm just trying to take it easy today. I gotta I gotta do something. I got a few few engagements this afternoon, but you know, hopefully I can settle in tonight and watch some watch some TV before another big week of 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 work. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm just gonna be working all day and then hitting OC for Mommy's Day. Yeah, are you what do you I just keep forgetting it's Mother's Day. Are we doing a is there a thumbprint cookie happening out there or is this are we not? I don't know. I don't know. I mean I spent all day baking, which is rare. Oh yeah, me. you had you had a dinner party you had a dinner party last night as well. I don't want to glaze over that. Orange glaze, if you will. I went to an orange themed dinner party last night. We're just we're built different, Chris. It ain't it ain't the same, but friend of the show, Dear Dana, hosted a she hosts these color themed dinners that are pretty cool actually it's like you know the the theme every time is just a different color and she's done many different colors yesterday was orange so there was like you know a lot of carrots there's like an orange colored like butter chicken there's blood orange salad dressing shit all you know all kinds of orangey things but i made i made the dessert course some cupcakes and i don't th- i don't know the last time i baked a cake like been so long so what were these what are these the cupcakes ass. what were, were were they just a classic like vanilla cupcake with an orange icing <laughs> Oh, Chris, you <laughs> dumb son of a bitch. <laughs> you big, beautiful dummy. I'm trying to, I, I, I'm just, I was leading you to the water so you could drink and flex, okay? And uh, somehow you're chopping me off at the knees. I don't really get it, but. No, that was, that was endearing. Those are endearing words, Chris. Don't worry. I know exactly what you're doing. And I was yes, ending, and ending. So it was, uh, I wanted to go with a carrot and orange theme. Obviously, the two orange foods. It was a it was a carrot cake cupcake. The uh, the carrots were grated and then lightly blitzed in the in the food processor to bring that down a little bit, so you don't have those big. Oh yeah, you love. I forget you love you you love carrot cake. Yeah, I do love a carrot cake. There was some. I I, I blitzed the walnuts down into like a, a smaller size, roasted those in the oven, so they're kind of toasty and mm. 
toasty and smoky and crispy. The carrots are all up in there. You know, it was, it was an olive oil batter base. Filled those guys up. The frosting was a blood orange butter cream cream cheese frosting. Damn, bitch. Okay, I see you, TJ. I had the uh, the blood orange zest, the blood orange juice, and then some orange food coloring mixed in with the all that stuff it was i've never made anything like that and it it took a long fucking time and then i made candied carrot ribbon rose garnishes on top damn bro okay i didn't know you were such a i didn't know you were ready for the for the pastry you know side of the business like this i thought i thought you were more (laughs) a monochromatic i thought you're more of a salad and soup guy still you're not even a sous chef but now you're telling me you're doing pastry like cordon bleu head ass the the student has become the teacher chris i'm texting you right now a photo of my dozen cuppies but yeah it's it's orange on orange on orange the way carrot and orange dance together it's a pleasure oh wow these these jason these are beautiful i have to i mean they're a little small i would probably have to have two you know what i mean but they are they are quite pretty I guess you can tell. They do look a little small. They ain't full-size cuppies. That ain't what I'm getting out of the Sprinkles ATM mm-hmm. machine at the Glendale Galleria. You're right. You're right. And it was tough. Uh, it was tough deciding on how I was going to frost it up, but I got there. Looks delicious. And it worked out. I didn't... I didn't. Yeah, I mean, the, the carrot rose on top. It's playful, whimsical. Candied carrot, I should say. But it took all day. It, it took so long to make. I don't know. Did it really? Yeah. I mean, just baking and like whenever I'm baking... Like whenever I'm cooking food, it's just like, oh, I'm going to make mashed potatoes or something like that. I don't use a recipe. I just do it. And, you know, you kind of have fun and you're freestyling. But with baking, like I'm, I, you have to get so specific. I w- I'm weighing out ingredients to the gram. And I'm like, all right, oh, I'm, I see. I'm splitting this frosting recipe. So this is 112.5 grams worth of corn. You know, it's like real work. You have to like triple check it because if you fuck anything up, then the whole thing is ruined. It's not, you, you can't recover, you know. But it's fun. It's it's satisfying and it's cool to have that alchemy of just like putting a bunch of shit together and throwing it in the oven yeah, and having it I, actually taste amazing. Yeah, I wouldn't know. Satisfying. I've literally never done it. I've never made cupcakes in my entire life. That's fine. I do think that this would have been a great occasion for me to buy, you know, spend like $100 on banana pudding from uh, Magnolia and mm-hmm. get you to add a lot of um a, orange that exactly yeah I would, just, I would have had you flip it orange um matte orange like the like like the hellcat yeah i would have to i would have to kind of physically remove all the banana chunks and nilla wafers out of the pudding maybe using my mouth or something like that clean mm. them all off and then i would have that banana custard cream then I would kind of whip up with a spatula until it's orange and then put those bananas back in it's a it's a lot of work but it's worth it well, I think it's less work than the cupcakes, and it probably tastes better. No offense to you, Chris. Come on. No offense. No come offense on, to you. Please. Of course, of course. But I'm. No, I probably would taste better. I'm craving a, a TJ home cooked meal, though. I got to say, all this, all this New York restaurant dining, it just makes me. You know, it doesn't. It doesn't warm my soul like a TJ meal does. Yeah, you're exactly. Yeah, Balthazar. Your little Balthazar lunches. Your what? Are, what's the other place you went to? The Japanese place. The, you know, Doctor Doctor Clark. Yeah, your little Doctor Clark sitting on the floor, taking your shoes off, ass meal. You know, that's that's surface level, but it doesn't get in, does it, Chris? It's not. It's not on the inside. It's not the heart and soul. I'm not feeling empty. The only the not, way that Papa TJ can make. I'm not feeling empty, but I'm not feeling you know full either. You know what I mean? And that 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 I'm talking about my love tank. I'm not talking about my tummy. The love tank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, those little Balthazar restaurants, all that is, that's windshield wiper. You're just cleaning cleaning the windshield. <laughs> but 
What about the love tank? So we need a. I need a deep clean. Ba- Big Balthy can't fill it up. Big Balthy. Well, it probably could if I if I went, maybe if I went for dinner. <laughs> yeah, you know I mean maybe that would maybe that would maybe that would fill it up. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna be hitting some other locations before I go, so hopefully I'll be able to you know I'll be able to satiate. Um, you know, satiate myself. Yeah, I feel like yeah. Once you once you get back into town, I I, th- I feel like my my busyness and my stress levels have gone down. I'm starting to kind of like balance things out, so I'm not overwhelmed with with work and shit like that. So I'll have more time to enjoy the this is pleasures of life, like playing tennis and cooking this is you tofu. The TJ, this is the TJ that I know and love, and unfortunately, I barely have any time. But I'll be able to squeeze you into my schedule to cook for me and to play tennis with me. Yeah, you're able to exist in the not having any time for anything, and you thrive in it, perhaps with open arms, welcoming it. And I'm just not built for that. Well, I we know you're from California. Yeah, you're you're from you're from Orange County. Um, you live in a suburb, uh, bro. You want to cut the grass all day and shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, but I don't have I don't have time to do that, and that's what was fucking me up. I gotta I need to have time to no, do all my little thingies. But now I I think I got it. I don't know if I'm necessarily thriving in it, but it's just kind of to me it it goes in waves. Where it's like I guess it's just what we're doing now. You know what I mean? So it doesn't. I I try not to let it affect me mentally. Mm-hmm. That's what. I, that's that's how you felt about the vaccination and everything. Like I guess this is what we're doing now. So I'm I'm gonna cop up. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it's just like I'm gonna go with the flow to some extent because it's uh-huh. like this is just this is what this is what it is. I would say being busy with work is more positive than a vaccination. You know, like personally. Yeah. Um, as far as the l- lasting effects, but yeah, I see it. I mean, I, I'm <laughs> the lasting effects. I got my second one on deck. the lasting effects of getting your of getting your guap up yeah that's more that's, i can't stress how profound that is for your overall well yeah. personal health yeah that you, you want some you want some mental clarity get that little paper up but yeah i mean i i'm i can't wait to get my second shot and feel like shit for 24 hours you know i'm really looking forward to it when's that going down by the way next week i think like pretty soon if you want if you want to come with me I, we can bring the we can bring the selfie stick yeah i want to be in the room with your nude body getting body worked by ricky and then right afterwards we'll get shot number two and i'm gonna have to be carrying you over my shoulder like a fireman rescuing (laughs) a a small child from a burning building if i do three hours with ricky and then go straight to get the vaccine just to see how bad (laughs) i can feel just see how crazy i can feel the next day yeah 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 deprive yourself of all everything just go just go mm-hmm. full flat line. Should I, jason do you think i should let myself have a little treat today what kind of treat are we talking about savory sweet drugs what is it honestly no unfortunately no jason you know what i'm feeling bro is a fucking sandwich the king of foods i saw my friend jason my other friend jason yesterday who's the the manager of the noah store and he had just gotten back from olives classic soho you know sandwich shop just gripping an avocado not familiar with that spot it's like a classic they have a great cookie great sandwiches but he was gripping the classic like a avo avo tomato sprouts you know just really simple with a mm-hmm. hippie hippie sandwich. A hippie sandwich a 90s style you know with a with a bag of chips and i was like god damn that looks good <laughs> oh yeah, and yeah i don't know what it bit- is about that I don't know what it is about just a bag of chips and an avocado veggie sandwich that's so comforting to to me. I don't. There's this place over here too on I think it's on Sixth and B. It's like a it's like a deli, but it's got like fifty sandwiches. It's like kind of a famous like sandwich thing. Yeah, New York. The, the sandwich game in New York really is shitting on anything else. I mean, I I just uh, my favorite thing was going to. I think it was Hama Foods in Bur- in Brooklyn. Hana, yeah, H A N A, yeah, Hana yeah, Foods. It's, it's fire, bro. <laughs> 
pull up to Hana Foods at five fifteen a.m. and get that and a and a bag of voodoo chips and just like oh, not the voodoo with the dick crunch. Yeah, and and just order like whenever I order normal sandwiches at a restaurant, I just get like turkey and avocado with provolone, or you know, if I'm just gonna get a regular white man sandwich. Or then you know, like an Italian or like a, a pastrami. Like that's that's pretty much it. I'm not I'm not doing like wild shit. But at Hana Foods, it's just like chicken tender, roast beef, yeah. mozzarella, eight fried eggs, some fucked up shit, and it's so good. The vegetarian sandwich there, the best one was called the Shrek too. <laughs> <laughs> that's so good. Which is yeah, just so eat that cool. falling asleep. You know, as the sun yeah. comes up and you yeah. fall asleep watching yeah. like Seinfeld on TVS. Not on Coke at all. Not on Coke. Absolutely not. But yeah, I mean, that does sound, a sandwich sounds great. Unfortunately, I do have to get my picture taken, so I obviously will not be eating before that. Um, but, um, you know, ho- hopefully, hopefully I can. This is not a drill. This is not a drill. Hopefully I can squeeze in a bad boy sandwich at some point. Um, because the last sandwich I had was Jimmy John's, so it's not going to be as good as that. Um, but it will, it will be close. Mm, I, I was eating a sandwich yesterday at Bun, uh, Bun Mi from this place called Boo Kitchen good yeah it was yeah this restaurant was good i the 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 banh mi i thought it was i just liked it because it was like you know hipster third wave food but it was not ridiculously overpriced like there's so many restaurants that have like a, a banh mi sandwich which is like typically a very very inexpensive vietnamese sandwich like if you get it you know a legit traditional real one it's like three dollars or something like that yeah. like two dollars sometimes like so good. cheap as fuck and then they'll, they'll have all these hipster ones that are like fourteen fifty with like pork belly and fried egg, you know, whatever shit, and it never really hits. And this place, their their bond means were like seven seven fifty or something like that. So it was like it was a price point that I was I was happy with, and yeah, and it was good. But they had this popcorn chicken that was just smacking, bro. Mm-hmm. Where is this? Where is this place? It's in it's in Silver Lake, for like Psychic Wines, like all that. Oh, okay, okay. New development. I see bond meat. There's the place in in so like Nolita on Broom fucking classic place so good it's okay chris you deserve a sandwich maybe i'll eat a sandwich tonight for my mother's day listeners um listeners a couple questions if you are a tennis pro pro player um you know based on my size height looks personality age (laughs) what racket (laughs) i need a new i might i might need a new tennis racket i'm a left-handed player I have a monster serve, and I have a great backhanded slice. <laughs> um, you know, take that. What we this is all self. This is all self-proclaimed. No, no instructor or professional has told him this. I want to be I'm more. Clear. I'm more. You know, I'm more a sniper from the back. I'm not really. I'm not really charging the net so much. If that does any, you know, if that's important to you, so sound off in the DMs and prescribe a racket for me. I uh, I kind of am a Yonix girl. But I'm I'm willing to turn if it's worth it. But it's going to take, you know. I don't know. I don't. I, I don't. I'm not like a babalot boy. It's not really my vibe. So. Oh God. Why don't you just go to Racket Doctor and ask a professional? Because the, I mean, they, they don't know me. They don't know me like the listeners know me. <laughs> yeah, but they know tennis, <laughs> so it's maybe it's more important. <laughs> I don't know. Like the internet has all the information for you, and it's all sitting there, and it's all free. So why not take advantage of it? Like whenever I post, or whenever we talk about anything in specific, or I post something about it, like people are kind to take the time to like send me, like, "Hey, you were talking about this." 
here's this video that explains it for you. You know, I had the same thing that happened to me two months ago and this really helped me. It's like, okay, like, you know exactly what I need because you know what exactly I'm going through because you listen to this or you follow me. So, and, and so that's good. But if you go into the racket doctor and like, and they're just going to be like, well, you know, like people really like this Prince racket a lot. It's popular. Bro, they're going to sell you a print. Don't do that to racket doctor. They're going to sell you a Prince. <laughs> they might sell you a, an orange Wilson. They might sell you a Bob a lot. They got Yonex. I'm just saying the last it. time I went in there, they didn't really, like, they didn't, I don't know. There was no like, hey, like you are this kind of player. You're, you're tall. You're a left-hander. You're, you know, this kind of racket is good for you. They're just they're just kind of like, well, you know, this is this is for some reason. Right I, for some reason, a lot I feel of people like, it was like your, this one. For some reason, I think this is your fault, and I want you to try again with a little bit of a better attitude. I was with Jake Davis. Okay, that hurts me a little bit. Then okay, well, no. Then I guess I guess you got to crowdsource. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I was talking to Turn Tom about this. He went to a wine store, and he was like, he overheard a woman walk in and asked the girl who worked there, like, "Hey, I'm looking for a you know a white blah blah blah, you know, little." light on the minerality pairing it with fish you know like this region and the girl working there was like you know what i do i just go like just go off the label that always works for me you know that's that's kind of what i'm trying i'm not i'm not kidding i won't say what wine store it was because i don't want to put them on blast but it wasn't one that we go to don't worry thank god but it's that kind of it's that kind of mentality that i'm trying to avoid you know what no, I, mean? I understand that yeah if you're an expert or you or your build to me as an expert i would love for you to share your expertise with me yeah if you you know run a magazine called racket and you like this show <laughs> you know you know me. let me know yeah you could hit hit caitlin she'll help you out she'd love to help you yeah. exactly um all right chris well pleasure jason it's time to go go enjoy the rest of our sunday mm. thank you guys so much for listening thank you guys for There's listening a new episode of how long gone radio that came out yesterday with some cool new music to check out always some electronic there's van morrison has a song about facebook <laughs> lots of good shit well, lots of good shit if you if you missed any of our episodes last week go check them out with Lawrence Servideo and and david coggins uh both both great um definitely check her out on instagram oh, yeah. get david's new book the optimist if you uh read books um and uh people loving that coggins people love coggins and then also this week this week, um, coming up, we're finally interviewing our NFT winner. Mm, what the streets need. So you know, what the streets need. So that we'll be we'll be flambeing our NFT. Now that friend. now that thankfully, thankfully that that Ethereum has skyrocketed thanks to our Doge father Elon Musk. Uh, um, so we're both rich thanks to this guy. <laughs> I have one ETH and. <laughs> I could, I could, I have a lot to play around with. Let's just say, yeah, that. you could, you could definitely, you could definitely replace some shutters with that, Jason. That's no joke. Um, all right, thank the way you. my portfolio is looking, the amount of nails and sandpaper I could buy. I don't need a contractor discount. The way my shit going up. Um, all right, Jason, always a pleasure. Thank you all for listening, uh, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Bye bye.